welcome to the Dose of Caesar, the podcast where we run weekly life experiments, we question our assumptions, and explore new ways of thinking. I'm your host and fellow experimenter, Caesar. Today's episode is an interesting characters episode where I tell stories of interesting people I meet and the lessons that I te- that they teach me. Interesting character that I met a few weeks ago. Let's call him John Doe, the rattlesnake wrangler. How did I meet him? So I was working this job, right? I got a job at a Sam's Club doing um, person-to-person sales, selling direct TV and um, phones and shit. So I was talking to a lot of people. On one of the days, right before we were about to close, I, I had made it a mission to pitch everyone, and it was about 10 minutes before I was about to leave. And I was like, fine, I'm just going to pitch this last person right here. And it was a couple. Guy looked interesting, pitched him. The guy was wearing like a rattlesnake hat, a rattlesnake shirt that said his name. And I was like, hey, sir, do you have direct TV? <laughs> He's like, I, I do, I, or I don't, I don't know. I don't know what my pitch was. It probably was, um, uh, sir, who's your, uh, who's, your, who's your cable provider? He's like, you know what, I don't have cable. I was like, okay, and then we started talking about internet, and they started asking me if um, there was like internet without, if there was Wi-Fi that was wired, and so I explained to them that Wi-Fi is wireless, and there is no Wi-Fi that's wired. Um, it was actually a cute question, and and then I asked him, "You a rattlesnake wrangler?" He's like, "Yes, I am." Or I said, "Do you uh, do you <laughs> do you work with rattlesnakes?" He's like, "Yes, I do. Every day of my life." I was like, "Jesus." And so that took us into a conversation about how he owns a rattlesnake business and um, how he owns several businesses. He's like, uh, he was a carpenter and he works with a whole bunch of people. And he started, the, the man was the type of guy that that just, you know, you know those people that just keep talking? I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Sometimes it's a good thing. This guy was actually quite interesting. But he just kept talking and telling me shit. <laughs> he was telling me that, he sits on the shoulders of giants. It was actually quite entertaining. I was like, this is fucking cool. And in that moment is when I started to realize one of the things that, that I like about this job is talking to people. I just like, I enjoy talking to people. I don't even want to sell them on this direct TV shit because I don't care if you buy. Really what I care about is what are you all about? What life experiences have you had? Because I learn. I learn through people telling me their story. So he just basically, without me saying anything, started telling me his whole life story. His wife's right next to him. And I'm like, after he, after about 10, now it's about five minutes of him talking, I, um, I said, wow, man, I, I think that's awesome. You know, I have great admiration for, for entrepreneurs because I, that's what I want to do. I want to have, have my own way, way of making money. You know, I want to be my own boss. And I told him right now, you know, I, I'm really into cooking. And I think maybe I'd like to get in, maybe I'd like to do something with food. That's what I'm thinking right now. I, I enjoy when I cook for people. I enjoy seeing people's faces light up when they eat something amazing. And so I'm thinking, why not do something with food? So then he looks at his wife and he's like, huh. He's like, baby, maybe we can let him in on the, on the smoker deal. And I'm like, what the fuck's happening? And he, he looks at me. He's like, I got, I got to get permission from my wife first, right? You know you know how it is. And, <laughs> and he's like, baby. And then she's like, yeah, let's, let's do it. And he's like, so, so I got, he looks at me. He's like, I got this smoker, right? I got this big smoker. And, and I just, it's just sitting there doing nothing. 
and I need someone like you, someone like you who's gonna, who's gonna, you know, you bring in the you know who wants to do the food stuff because I I'm I'm not really passionate about the making the food, but I got the smoker and it's doing nothing for me. So if we can do something together and make some money, why not? And I I'm like whoa. In my head, I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> what the fuck? Is this guy offering me a smoker? I don't know if this guy's for real. Is this guy just a person who's telling me, uh, who just goes around offering people random stuff? All these assumptions start to come to my head, which I learned, I, looking back now, that is a crutch. Don't do that, Caesar. Everyone, kids, don't do that. You don't want to do that because then you're just l- limiting yourself. Anyway, he... Um, and I'm like, okay, sure, sure. So we continue to talk a bit more, and he keeps talking. It's mostly him doing the talking. I'm like, wow, this guy's actually offering me a smoker. And I ask him, why would you do that for me? You don't even know me. He looks at me very intensely, like in a movie, and he says, why not, Caesar? You're a great salesman. You, you, you know, you, I know you're not going to be here for a, for a while, but I see potential in you. Why not? You know, this is what it's about. It's about, you know what it, you know what it is, Caesar. You know, there's a few things in life that I've learned to do. It's one, don't make assumptions. Two, I forgot the rest of them. But I think he was, uh, he mentioned there were like the four agreements. So that book, if you ever read the four agreements, I think he was telling me about the, he was listing out the four agreements. And I was like, whoa, fucking, this is a crazy movie scene. <laughs> crazy show like a sitcom scene or like a, like a drama show scene. I'm like, okay. And he's like, you know what? Here you go. I'm going to give you my card. He gives me two. And I'm like, oh, you gave me two. He's like, I did that for a reason. I'm going to give you two cards. All right. And you know what, man? If you ever, if you find someone, all right, who, uh, who needs some sort of like, uh, it's like some inspection in their house or something, you know, you refer them to me and I'll give you a certain percentage of it. I was like, oh, wow. This guy's just full of business opportunities. So we were talking for a while and somebody approached the kiosk, some cute girl. And he was like, oh, you got a customer. Go get him. Go get him. He had given me his number and his name. He's like, call me tomorrow. Call me tomorrow. We'll talk. All right. Uh, I was like, okay. Uh, It was, it was weird. It was wow. Like what just happened? So anyway, I go home, tell my friends about it. My roommate gets all excited. I, or I forgot if he gets excited. He was like, that's cool. I was like, that's fucking cool. Huh? So I called him the next day. I woke up the next day late because I think we had played a game or something. And um, and I had a missed call from the guy. I was like, no shit. And he uh, he left me a voicemail and he was like, hey, man, it's me. I uh, just wanted to see if uh, you were uh, available today. So I called him and I was like, hey, um, it's me, Caesar. Yeah, can I go see that smoker? He's like, sure, come on down, come on down. So then I go down to his house. And he's sitting in his truck eating some ice cream. And I'm, I knock on the on the window. And he's like, oh, shit. He's like, he gets startled. He's like, you came. You actually came. And I was like, yeah. He's like, wow, man, I'm glad you're here. Look, look, what, look, look what I got here. And in his front yard, he's, he had like uh, three lawnmowers, like big, like lawnmowers that uh, like a lawnmower company would use. You know, not just a regular ass lawnmower. He's like, so I got this guy who's going to come buy these right now. Uh, so I'm cleaning them, cleaning them up. But but come on over here. I got the smoker over here. It was a big ass smoker, and in the, in that moment I was like, oh shit, this guy's legit. This guy's legit, maybe. <laughs> so 
then he just started showing me a bunch of stuff around his house. We walked, um, we walked through his backyard, backyard, which was awesome. It was full of like a whole bunch of shit, whole bunch of like crazy shit. He was like, Oh, that's from this business that I had. That's from this business that I had. That's from this that I tried to do. Um, like carpenter shit, a bunch of wood. Um, what was it? Um, he had a bunch of fish tanks because that was like his first business. Apparently, he had he, he used to be in the army and he was um. What did what did he have? He had uh, he had like this trailer and I was like, what is that for? He's like, oh, that's for skydiving. That's for my parachutes. I was like, what? Yeah, he parachutes all the time. He just kept talking and talking and talking. And at one point, I mean, I'm telling, I'm I'm compressing about four hour a four hour interaction, in 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 just a couple minutes. <laughs> so you gotta. Mind you, I'm not doing a lot of talking. This guy's doing a lot of talking. And at some point, I'm like, okay, you don't have to sell me on it anymore. I'm here. (laughs) Why do you keep selling me on it? And um, he tells me, I got this uh, other friend who's coming um, for the smoker. He's he's actually a chef, so he's in the smoker too. And I'm like, huh, okay. Um, But anyway, meanwhile, he starts showing me martial arts. And he's like, here, try to punch me. Try to punch me. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> oh jesus and i do like a like a slow punch because i don't know what's gonna happen here and and he fucking almost like trips me and i'm like okay okay bro okay chill out he, he like grabs the punch and he almost trips me anyways it, we do this like five times He's like do it again do it again it's all about energy it's all about energy and me going with you so i don't know i mean he seemed strong i don't know if he was legit i mean he said he was like a black belt and shit um whatever i just thought it was again another movie moment i was like wow this is crazy we're doing this in his front yard where, where everyone can see <laughs> so at this point i'm like you know what i'm gonna stay a little longer because this is cool this is like again a movie scene i'm gonna help this guy clean his um his lawnmowers he's like yes he's let's do it let's clean the lawnmowers we're cleaning the lawnmowers he's like you think this guy's gonna show up the lawnmower guy who's gonna buy it he's supposed to be here in five minutes and i was like i don't know maybe he's like my guess is that he's not gonna show up Okay, guy didn't show up, but who did show up? The chef guy. So this uh, chef, or like ex-chef shows up, and he, apparently he's in the, the smoker deal too. So I was like, oh, this is weird, because I feel, I feel like I'm in, intruding. I feel like this guy was already in the deal, and why do we have the me, Caesar? I don't have any uh, cooking experience, just bringing some random kid in. Anyway, we go inside. We have a, a long talk, um, and and this guy makes a phone call. the The guy with the smoker, the main owner, makes a phone call to some like lawyer friend, asking him about like the legality of how we would get this up and running. Which was all right, but I started to get this vibe that he was trying to like impress me, impress us. He just kept talking about the people he knew and um, he sits on the shoulders of giants. He just kept talking and talking and I'm like, dude, you've done enough talking. It's enough. So this goes on for another about another hour. Towards the end, I'm like done with it. I'm like, all right, man. I mean, this is cool. Like you're just telling me the same thing over and over again. That this is going to be, we can make a lot of money here and you're just kind of overselling it. I got a weird vibe. Cool guy, great guy, but he just kept talking about it, and I was like, hmm. At the end, I had an odd vibe, and um, 
so then I left, said goodbye, and uh, never talked to him again. He ne- he never reached out again. I never reached out again. I followed my gut on that one of like I don't know, just something didn't sit right. Maybe it was a, maybe it's an opportunity missed. Who knows? Here's a couple things that I learned from that though. Some people actually have people have resources. A lot of people have resources, and the easiest way to get resources is to talk to people. You know, if it's it's like um, I mean, it's it's the thing that Tim Ferriss always talks about, and, and a lot of books talk about building a network. Because once you know a friend, if you need something, you know that's the easiest way to get it. You need a job, you'll ask a friend like maybe if they can give you a reference. But it you can be you can. You can get it down to more simpler terms when you need like some sort of small resource, a pan, some uh, some baking stuff, a speaker, you know, maybe like a chair, a truck. You need to borrow a truck. You go to your friends. And I think this can be taken to an extreme. And I think it is taken to an extreme, quote unquote, where highly successful people, they have companies and and some companies have certain equipment. Some companies um, have certain skills and resources, and they help each other out. You know, a lot of times for free. Why? Because it's better. It's it's good for both. It's good for both parties, in the long run and in the short run. So I started I started talking to my friends about um, we need to build a, a network with people who are um, who already have resources, not to exploit them, but to. Because I know there's people out there who want to help, like this guy. I'm sure. I, I think this guy was very well intentioned. I just, I don't know. I just got a weird vibe, and I think I, I'm thinking, it's smart to follow your gut. Maybe it's stupid. I'm a kid. Who the fuck knows? But, um, building a network with successful people, it not only benefits yourself, but it benefits them in the long run, because when you're successful. I mean. At least the way I am, I'm gonna let them borrow like my resources. I had a line that I wrote in one of the. I wrote my roommates' thank you letters for when we um, because we stayed together for about six months, right? And I wrote all three of them thank you letters for being part of my journey. And the the line that I liked the most that I wrote, and I don't think this is an original idea. I don't think any of my ideas are original. I think I listen to a lot of audiobooks, a lot of podcasts, and I think that. It's all internalized through my subconscious. So anything that I come up with, quote unquote, is kind of like a a mishmash, a mix, a mix of like uh, different ideas from other people. And here was the line. It was, my resources are your resources, brother. My network is your network. You ever need anything, give me a call. And I love that. That's the way I really want to live my life. If my friends ever need anything, all my resources are your resources. My network is your network. If we are truly friends, like for me, like like, I don't expect that from other people, but that's the that's kind of like the Caesar, the Caesar offer, the Caesar package, of becoming of building a deep relationship with Caesar. You get all that. Why? Because I love you. I love you, and this is an infinite game. I, I, life should be an infinite game. An infinite game is funner when more players play the game. And when more players get what they want. So yeah, that that one interaction, it has sped up the snowball that was already falling down the hill, growing bigger and bigger. 
the snowball of reaching out to more people, which is why currently I'm very focused on reaching out to people. But that was the interesting character that I met that one time. Hope you enjoyed.